0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another show of That's Debatable. I'm Creed Finifrock. And I'm Miles Avalas. And today we are going to be going over the topic of uh, should we or should we not take down statues of historical figures that may have some negative attributes put along with them. Um, in this, I'm going to be taking the side that we should not uh, get rid of those statues. Um, yeah. And then, Miles. And I'll
1: be taking the side that says that we should take down these statues. Now, this debate has been going on for people from the founding fathers to Confederate leaders. And so,
0: yeah, we thought we'd tackle it here on the show. Yeah, and this is a pretty interesting debate as there are so many different um, types of statues that are usually mentioned in these. As Miles said, you know, founding fathers... Um, there's been like names of schools, other things like that, where it's, you know, it's all tackling the issue of around, Hey, this person maybe didn't do something good in their life. Should we get rid of it? So it's an interesting debate. And once again, um, we are just taking these positions as, you know, kind of, we're showing what these, uh, sides may say. Um, not necessarily our own opinions, but yeah, just little disclaimer there. All right. Uh, Myles, do you want to kick us off? Uh, yeah. So one of the main arguments that there is for
1: taking down these statues is that statues are what we look up to as th- they indicate what we look up to as a society, because they make someone look like a perfect individual, just out on the streets for everyone to honor. And they completely ignore the harmful part of their legacy and they tell a skewed version of history, some would argue because they only show the side that they want you to see.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting uh, point there. Uh, One thing that many people um, on my side of this issue would say, um, you know, sometimes people do make these sort of mistakes or do have bad things, but then why can't we look up to them for the good things that they have done? Um, And I'd, I think these people would also say that, Hey, um, we don't usually look at anybody as, you know, perfect in a sense And these statues, you know, maybe are there showing a sort of history that like, Hey, we shouldn't do these types of things. And this is, you know, a person that who did this and then, you know, not good things came out of it. Um, so there's a history aspect to it too, where we can learn from these people's mistakes. Um, And that's why some people say we should leave them and not get rid of them because it can show what not to do in this sort of sense. Mm -hmm. Another thing was in,
1: I think it was around the civil rights era, they put up a bunch of statues of Confederate leaders and these statues were built retroactively to honor their legacies, I suppose. And to kind of suppress the black population at the time. So basically, these statues were built to romanticize the idea of the Confederates and not actually part of history. And so in this case, they were actually uh, telling a a skewed version of history
0: and not the whole story, I would say. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Uh, One thing that some people uh, have said, and this is kind of a little more extreme, I would guess, but uh, they were saying that you know some of these statues may have also been put up or could now be seen as some sort of like, hey, these, this person was brave, even though they fought for the wrong thing, they, they were brave, and that's some sort of honorable thing, I guess. you know, it shows like, hey, they were brave even though they fought for the wrong thing. Um, and then another thing is, there's, as I said before, there's the history aspect. so, You know, one thing that people could do instead of, you know, destroying these statues or getting rid of them is, um, you know, taking a vote from the city or wherever it's located, the statue. um, And then they could say, hey, do we want to send it off to a museum or a place where it can be shown as a piece of history and a learning, more of a learning tool um, to teach people about this aspect of history instead of being, you know, some sort of, like, you know, enshrined person, I guess, as you would say. Yeah. So there's, there's that thing too, where, you know, we can take these statues that were built for not good reasons, and then we can put them in a place where we can learn from them instead of look at them as if they're s- such a great person or, you know, yeah, example that's a re- of how to live. That's a really good point. Uh,
1: I know that that's an argument people make a lot is that, on the streets if you see a statue it is kind of like they're they kind of become a godlike like figure almost and it becomes (laughs) like people are supposed to honor them you know but then when you put it in a museum I think it does become more educational as you said and does can't become like a rallying point for the community
0: yeah I mean in a sense it can become a rallying point um there was that Theodore Roosevelt uh, statue. Um, That's that's an interesting that's an interesting debate there. Um, But it was in this museum they had a statue of uh, Theodore Roosevelt, Um, and next to Theodore Roosevelt there was a Native American and and, an African American, and Theodore Roosevelt was on a horse, and the other two were on foot. And many people saw this as a example of you know, racism or something like that. And so there is, you know, there is a chance that people could still get upset, but I think, you know, taking some of these more touchy statues and putting them into a place that they could be used as history would actually be for the greater good. Cause it would, you know, maybe it would make people feel safer, more respected in that town. And then also they could learn, you know, it could be used as some sort of learning tool. Um, yeah. And so I'd say that's a, much be- that's a much better idea than, you know, destroying it outright. So another interesting point was that
1: society's morals, they kind of change over time, at least our perception of them does. So, and I would say that most people would agree that they have improved over time. And so as our perception of morals change over time, I think so should our portrayal of historical figures. And that doesn't mean we have to punish them for their less progressive views. It's more that we're celebrating the progress that we feel that our society has made. And also, statues are more for the ones, I would say, that are looking at it and not for the person itself, because in many instances, they're not even alive to see it. And it's really for society, too,
0: for someone to be a role model or to look up to. Yeah, um, that's interesting. You put like three points in there, so I'm going to try to address all of them. Yeah. Um, so the first one was great. I forgot. Um, can you <laughs> remind me what the first
1: one was? Okay. So um, as our perception of
0: morals change oh, yeah, over time... Okay. See, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that one's a really interesting point um, with how we should portray people. I think that if we would, well, if we would create new statues, we could put them up in that sort of context with a new type of morals, um, not new type of morals, but, you know, a more good type of morals in a sense. Yeah. Um, but then I also believe that it's very, very important to bring in the history of these statues and contextualize Um, because if we take them out of their time period, it's going to put a lot of, you know, different effects on how people view it. Right. And that's what we're seeing a lot today, you know, with people looking at all these statues of the founding fathers um, and, you know, seeing some of the bad things they did, but then also, you know, not contextualizing it, um, which, you know, Obviously, it's a bad thing, but still, it was a totally different time period, and that's um, not really an excuse. But you, you know what I'm trying to say. So, I think the, I think the thing is that,
1: well, I, I guess that kind of leads to my next point: that the statue isn't for that person; instead, it's for society to be able to state that we've moved forward, and that that person didn't necessarily do do much do too much wrong for their time it's that we've moved past that as a whole and so we're choosing to move forward instead of um just uh i romanticizing the past i suppose
0: yeah i i think that's also very interesting um but i think in order to show that we have changed we do have to show some of the things that you know weren't good and by keeping some of these statues that you know maybe do have a lot of negative things tied to them, it's actually more of a sign of how much we've changed. Um, Obviously it would be in the eye, you know, whoever's looking at it is going to have to perceive it through that lens, Um, which is another interesting point because nobody's going to look at one statue the same way as the other person, right? Standing next to them. So um, I think that that is, that is definitely something to think of. Um, You do have to have, you know, you have to show the bad to be able to clearly see the good, I think, in some of these cases. Um, and so if we do want to show, hey, how much we, we have grown, I think it, it is important to, you know, not take these statues out of their time period and, uh, yeah, you know, try to clean them up in a sense. You know, we, w- we want to see the pure version, I guess, of what these people were really like. And I think that's what some of these statues do. mm mm-hmm. And you go back to like the contextualizing argument, and
1: that's some of the thing about uh some of these statues is that they're not given the proper context yeah they're they're kind of lying about
0: what who this who person the person did. is and what yeah. they did yeah, so that that's another interesting thing, yeah, I say that a lot um on this show, but <laughs> um i I do believe that we should contextualize pretty much every single thing. I, I do believe that there may be one or two things that no matter what context you put it in, it's completely wrong. You know, there's obviously those examples. But I think that, you know, if we are going to put up a statue or a figure um, of something, you know, we, we got to contextualize it. We got to see what was going on during that person's time. We got to see what their responses were, what they were doing and how that may have been perceived during that time. Um, And I think that's, you know, important because then that way we can actually understand what was going on instead of viewing it from our morals now today. Um, And then, you know, to contextualize, we have to know the history of it. And so that's why the museum option I was kind of talking about earlier is a good choice I would say for some of the statues that are a lot more iffy in what they show, um, and then I do agree with you that some of the statues are definitely, you know, playing a better version of a person than they actually were, um, and I do think that is a problem. Um, so I I think that you know in that case the museum option once again I think that's very very good option, but then it's also up to the community who is living. You know, nearer around that statue to also decide what they want to do with it instead of just, you know, a group of people going out there and taking it down. Um,
1: And this is just a reminder that any opinions here don't represent our own necessarily or the opinions of KMIH. So, do you think that this whole statue debate shouldn't have been in such a national spotlight over the past few years because it should be up to the community?
0: Um, you know, that's a really interesting question. Um, I'd like to think about that a little more, but, um, I'd say I, if it is, it probably should be more up to the community with what they want to do with it. I think it should be like more of a local government type thing, um, where, you know, the people may want to vote or hold meetings to come up with a way to, you know, get get rid of the statue and put it somewhere where it could be useful instead of, you know, taking up town space and maybe making people feel upset or uncomfortable because it's showing, you know, a better version of someone who wasn't great, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do believe that's an interesting issue. It definitely deserves some of the publicity that it has gotten. Um, in some ways, it could be seen as, you know, a bit too much publicity um, with a sort of solution that, you know, maybe can help fit with both sides. So, mm-hmm. yep, that's, that's kind of the take that I've, I've seen in a couple of these sources I've read. Um, <laughs> yeah, so
1: if you were to have this community take the vote and they decide to like take down the statue and not put it in a museum or something or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Just topple it and like throw it in the lake. Would you say that they're destroying history? Hmm.
0: I don't think I would say they're destroying history. I would say that they're taking out a certain aspect of it um, or a certain view of it, but you know, you can a lot of times still learn that sort of history from Mm -hmm. a textbook, but I think it does make it a little less clear of what may have been going on because you don't have that there to learn from immediately. Um, And so, you know, if there's a statue of some certain soldier in the civil war and you take, you get rid of that statue, you might never, ever hear of that, you know, that person again, or learn their legacy. And so it, it, I guess I could say, yeah, it probably is taking away some part of history, but I don't think it's necessarily ruining it. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of this does depend, this whole argument depends on what statues we're talking about. And yeah, the people you're also talking about. It can't, uh, it might not just be a one-size-fits-all solution we have. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, I, I think I kind of want to take a look at like an, a specific example of Ooh. someone that's been stirring up debate, especially in UW lately, is George Washington, first president of the United States. Uh, so people in UW have been saying that they should take down the statue that's on the campus there and also that they should eventually rename the school entirely. And
0: so... What part would of the, they rename it to? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, haven't that far. I, I just got really curious. Um, sorry to interrupt. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so
1: I guess their argument is that George Washington condemned the slave trade. He called it cruel and un- unnatural i think
0: yeah that was yeah. One wicked was
1: cruel you, yeah. and unnatural trade is what he called it and yeah. yet he still took part a, a very large part in the system with over 100 slaves that he owned and he had zero tolerance for for the slaves and yeah. so oh. the fact that he knew this was wrong with his comments of wicked unnatural and cruel and yet he still continued in the system that allows him to be judged according to what even he said, not, not the standards of our time. Mm-hmm. Um. And even if you want to look within the time, there was a small but growing abolitionist movement, uh, particularly, with, particularly with John Quincy Adams. He was the nation's second president. And he proudly owned no slaves, and he even supported gradual
0: abolition. Mm -hmm. So there there is an interesting talk with, you know, this whole George Washington debate. Um, One thing I have noticed, though, um, George Washington, in his uh, 1799 will for when he died, um, he stated that he would get rid or free, yeah, free every single one of his slaves Um, And at the time when he died, he had 123 slaves, I believe it was, and he freed every single one of them. So that is, um, that does go to show that he did actually end up making change, but it is kind of lame, I guess you could say, it was as it was after he had died already, um, or is when he died that he freed them. So there is, you know, the aspect of George Washington really saying he does want to get rid of slavery, and in the end. You know freeing his slaves but then there is the part of him you know actually keeping them until he died and you know not necessarily treating them in a good way at all mm-hmm. so i think it, that it's very mixed
1: i'd say yeah i agree i think it kind of highlights how people aren't always the pure good or the pure bad that we make them out to be for the sake of a convenient narrative like yeah. George Washington, he freed the slaves when he died. And so you could say, and many would say that he, they were of no use to him at that point, which they weren't. Yeah. And so it, it really wasn't any kind of sacrifice to free them. But then again,
0: like he didn't have to do that, you know? Yeah. He could have so, passed the slaves on to, you know, his children, you know, relatives Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah yeah it's it's not just like he's all good or all bad is what i'm Mm -hmm. trying to say um in in the UW cases you were talking about um that's very interesting because you have to look at it through the lens of they didn't name the school university of washington and put up those statues just because he you know he did own slaves i think the reason they put that up those statues in that name is because he did literally start our country. You know, he did a lot of great things for us. And they were, you know, all, all these things he did just to make everyone else's lives better in the end. And he was a great leader. And, you know, he fought vigilantly when he was in wars. And, you know, so there, it's basically taking this whole subject of all the good things he does. And then, putting in a couple of the bad things and you can still, you know, respect the person, even if they have made mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why I believe looking, looking at the university of Washington name and being like, Hey, this isn't good. um, I I don't think that really makes a ton of sense because there are a lot of good things that he did do. And they didn't name the school necessarily to promote some of the things that George Washington did that were bad. Here's what,
1: uh, one of the activists, the UW Black Lives Matter member said, was that when you put any figure on a pedestal, you were saying that they're who we should look up to. So even though they didn't name the school after him because he owned slaves, it's still part of his legacy. And I guess one that people want to uh, take into account when naming or unnaming or taking down these statues. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, another thing we are not ever going to find a perfect person in that sense. You know, there's always going to be people um, who make massive mistakes in their life, no matter how good of a person they are seen in the public eye. So that's, you know, once you start taking some of these issues and saying, well, we can't honor them because they've made a mistake in some point in their life. Um, and you know, owning slaves obviously is a terrible thing. Right. So that's a big mistake and that's, you know, terrible. Right. Um, but then it's like taking some of these things that a person has done and disregarding all of the good things that that person has done um, just because of a certain area of things that they didn't do. Right. And I think that's a problem because we are never going to find a person that is perfect in that sense. You know, everyone's going to make a, uh, make a massive mistake, you know, once you know anyone with a large amount of power is going to make mistakes so mm-hmm.
1: yeah i guess people would decide would just basically say that uh having slaves is such a big monumental mistake yeah that it shouldn't be accepted yeah but as you were saying like no one makes mistakes and so like therefore like well, we everyone couldn't... makes mistakes <laughs> that's yeah yeah i was not saying everyone's
0: perfect other yeah. way around yeah, everyone makes mistakes. So yeah. there's statues. But, I mean, stay that's up. obviously not an excuse. The yeah, thing yeah, is, yeah. we aren't going to, I think everybody makes mistakes at different levels. I think someone who, you know, spends most of their life working at a grocery store probably is not going to make as massive a mis- of a, mis- a mistake, if I can say it properly, um, as someone who's leading a country. So there's obviously a vast difference in the responsibility and power giving to these two people in this instance. Um, and so, you know, the person with more power has a greater chance of making a bigger mistake, I'd say in these senses. And so, you know, with statues, you pretty much always see a person who had a massive impact on the world and massive, you know, power. Um, and so that's why you're pretty much always going to find, I'd say, in most cases, a uh, massive mistake that a certain person has made. And I believe, you know, that just because they've made a certain mistake, it it doesn't really take away from all the great things that this person has done, right? So
1: what do you say there's, what would you say is the cutoff for when someone's achievements should be discounted because they did something wrong? Like... Is it when their legacy is more negative than positive? Or once they do like this certain bad thing, then they shouldn't be celebrated. What would you say about that? I'd,
0: I'd say that it's a really tough line to draw. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I think most people on this side of the argument would say, you know, you don't, you don't ever really have to, get rid of a certain person from history because of their bad mistakes. And you can just take the good things that they may have done and look at those and then take the bad things that they have done and take that as a example of what not to do. Hmm. Right. So obviously you are not going to put someone terrible up on a statue and be like, Hey, go celebrate the yeah. <laughs> good things this person has done <laughs> in their life. Um, but I believe that, you know, they're, There probably should, there definitely should be a cutoff on, you know, if they have done more harm than good, I'd say that's, that's one instance, um, you know, we're not going to ever want to put someone like, you know, Hitler up on a statue. That's something we would never do because he did so much harm and really no good at all. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one very, very, very extreme example. Of a you know, someone we would never put up. But then someone who may be more iffy in some of these cases, you know, um, like maybe George Washington, I'd say he's more on the good side, obviously, with some of the great things he's done to, you know, create this country we live in. Um, yeah, so I'd say we we take some of the bad things that you know a good a good person um has done, and then we, we learn from those. Instead of, you know, get rid of that person's history just because they made those mistakes.
1: I think one one person that is right on the line, or depending on where you stand, is Christopher Columbus. Because yeah. he did change the world forever, in a sense, by reuniting uh, two groups of people, but... Yeah, uh, like like solidly. I, I know people are gonna say that other other people arrived in America first, but
0: Yeah, there were the many real... people from you know, Scandinavia, that area, who actually yeah. did come over mm-hmm. um to like but Canada this... and North America. But this was the start of
1: a global exchange of yeah, all kinds of like diseases and
0: animals. <laughs> like, I like how diseases is the first one you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. No that yeah that is very interesting and I have heard a good amount of the Christopher Columbus debate. Uh I had one of those in class last year. Um mm-hmm. I can't remember what side I was on actually. Uh, <laughs> that's fun. Okay. Um well for this debate you're going to be pro i going to be <laughs> on the yeah go pro mm-hmm. yeah go Columbus definitely. Yeah. So um yeah I think that's that's another really iffy scenario. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, he did bring a lot to the world, but then he did it in a lot of not good ways. So yeah. I think, you know, if we are going to put up a statue of him, we do have to include a lot of the history and a lot of the basis and then provide a good reason of why we put up that statue mm-hmm. and why he is to be seen as like a, a good figure or be honored in some sense right because you know getting put on a statue is it's an honor so if if you're going to honor someone you should definitely provide a good reason for why you do that and then why it should stay so i believe you know if you put up a statue of christopher columbus you need to have a great reason yeah because
1: well in the case of george washington he just owned slaves Columbus kind of started a system of the slaves. whole system, yeah. Like, I think it was the encomienda, encomienda system or something like that, where he made them dig for unattainable amounts of gold. And if yeah. not, he would, like,
0: punish them severely. Yeah, that was, uh, there was, like, a whole section of islands that he kind of did that with. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. But, yeah, that's, that's why I was saying, you know, you have to provide a great reason for many of these people that, yeah. you know, are iffy or questionable in some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to provide a reason of why they're there. And then the people who are observing that statue should, you know, understand that, hey, this, this may, may be a good thing that this person did. We don't have to like this person. We don't have to accept that everything they've done is right which obviously everything, not everything that any person has done is right, right? So I, I just believe that the people who put up the statue have to provide great reason. They have to, you know, convince the people who are looking at it that, hey, this is this person and this thing that they may have done is worthy of a statue. And the people looking at, at it have to understand the history. They have to maybe read the reasoning you know, if it's listed on the statue of why it was put up to commemorate whatever. Um, So I believe it's a responsibility of both the creator of this statue and the, you know, person looking at it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, another thing I briefly researched was like something scientific was that when you recontextualize a statue or if you add wording or some kind of engraving that says like, hey, not everything this guy did was good or giving a more complete picture of that person's life that can be overshadowed by the statue itself and the image because not many people are going to go in and actually read the full like spiel about their life. And so, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get that. And that's why I was saying it is part of the responsibility of the person looking at it. I don't think that a person has to read every single thing about someone's life. I believe that they should understand the basic goods and probably the basic, yeah, definitely the basic bads and the basic goods, just so that you can compare and contrast, you know, three things on each side and be like, Hey, these three things this person did was good. These three things this person did was bad. Mm-hmm. And, you, and it's up to the person observing it at that point to actually do the research because yeah. you aren't going to get every single piece of information handed to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So You you gotta if if you want to take something down, you gotta have a good reason. If you want to put something up, you have to have a good reason.
1: Yeah, statues are often pretty much propaganda. They're they're like (laughs) they're they're kind of like documentaries. They try to get you to believe something. But that's kind of what it is with statues. And so I think that's where education plays a role. I don't think statues should be the place where people are receiving their like historical views or anything (laughs)
0: like that. Yeah. I mean, people also have this thing in their phone, uh, you know, their pockets called a phone and that phone has a thing called called Google. So, you know, if there's, if there's anything on a statue that seems wrong, you can look it up. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's great resources for people to do this nowadays. Right. You know, we're getting taught all these things in school The Christopher Columbus thing, we're learning more about the good and the bad things that he's doing. Um, And so, yeah, it is definitely an education type thing, too. Yeah, it seems like I'm I'm kind of digressing, but people
1: don't seem to be super willing to research information nowadays. You would have thought that with like Google and everything that uh, the world would have been so much more informed. And all, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to say the opposite has happened because I don't know. I haven't been around that long, but (laughs) it seems like now that Google is kind of part of our society, the the excitement of looking something up is kind of gone. Yeah, and so now no one bothers really.
0: Yeah, I well, in that case, it's not the statues fault, right? No, this is totally off topic. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I get what you're saying though. You know, I sometimes struggle to look things up just because, you know, I maybe am too lazy to do it, which is kind of sad because, you know, I've got it right there yes. sitting for me to f- find or discover, you know. Um but yeah, that in many of those cases, I think that's why it is up to the people looking at the statute to do do their research. You know, if you're gonna criticize something or compliment something, I believe that you should have some sort of insight on it, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be a ton of insight. You don't have to know everything about it. But if you just got the basic understanding of, you know, hey, two things this person has done, you know, what are the goods and bads? Mm -hmm. I I believe that that will bring a lot of clarity into why these statues are put up in these places or, you know, taken down.
1: Yeah, that's like a personal
0: accountability kind of argument, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, not many people want personal accountability. Yeah. I can say that, you know, I don't always want personal accountability, but I believe it's a very, very important thing.
1: Yeah. You know, especially if you're
0: going to judge something.
1: Yeah. But then, like, from the perspective of the city or whoever controls, like, the statues or something, you know, like, you can't count on people to have that personal accountability. Because as much as like you tell someone you need to do this or whatever, they're still gonna be. They could be psychologically affected by the statue and whether or not you choose to remove it. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. While while there is personal accountability, it's not super realistic in all cases.
0: Yeah, definitely not. I mean, I I don't see everybody going out of their way to take accountability for. All these things. Um, uh, I'm not saying that I do, but may- yeah. maybe, maybe I do take first. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that that's interesting. Yeah, we can't expect people to, you know, always take accountability or do the right thing in these scenarios. Um, but I think laying out or giving the people the chance to understand or take personal accountability is where we should aim. Because I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where people can see something and be like, all right, cool, I understand it perfectly now. And them not having to work to get to that conclusion. I think we're already at a point where we're so close to it, where we can literally just you know, type on our phone a little bit and then find find all the resources we need. So we're at a point where I feel like there's not really an excuse for you to not take personal accountability, but I can understand, you know, not everyone is going to take accountability. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I guess just another
1: point that's kind of like a separate topic than what we've been Mm -hmm. talking about is like, uh, I guess black people specifically, some, some people feel that like having to, or, having to be around the statues and like in the UW case, I think one of the black lives matter members said that having to pass by the statue every day is an insult. They take it as
0: an insult to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, yeah. What do you think about that? That's very interesting. Um, there's a example I can think of that's, that's a little different. Um, but it kind of relates to, you know, Black people experiencing this with, you know, a Confederate statue. Um, So in Wales, um, you know, they have many statues of, you know, English, English kings who came and conquered the Welsh land and then enslaved many of the people. Right. And so many people from Wales are very, very, you know, upset with this sort of thing and are, you know, kind of bitter towards the English people for that type of history right and you know um so there is sort of sort of understanding i can have there you know in a sense because it's like you see this on many different areas but then you know many of these people who are welsh are like hey yeah i definitely don't like this person and what they did but i believe it's a massive part of our history and i i don't like them and i i really probably wouldn't want to see a statue of them, but I understand why it's there. Um, and yeah, it can have psychological effects and it can upset people. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's really up to the person. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. I think they were
0: kind of, they
1: felt like the school was disrespecting them by keeping the George Washington statue up. But yeah. I mean, I I'm kind of going to your side a bit here, but, I think I'd understand that if it was if it was something like a Confederate <clears throat> statue. Yeah. Because that is like I would say to have on a school campus, that would be that's really
0: definitely yeah, that's definitely pushing the line.
1: Yeah. Um
0: and the reason I brought up the Wales issues is because um, I have pretty much all of my lineage is from Wales, Ireland, those those places and many of those places were, you know, enslaved by England. So there's there's a lot of that type of tension over there too. Do, but it's it's a little bit different, um. So, you know, there's, it's kind of all around the world. It's not just a USA thing, too. Yeah. So, that's that's an interesting thing that I've thought a bit about because I I lived in Wales for a little bit, um, five months I think, and every time I saw like one of those massive castles that you know an English king built, I'd be like, wow, this is really cool. And then you know I learned what. Happened in it and what it was used for, and I'm like, wow, this is really sad. But then at the same time, it's a massive part of history. It's still, you know, it's a castle. It's pretty cool. So, you know, it's it's that sort of thing where it's I definitely don't like why it's here, but it's a huge part of history and uh, it brings some insight into a different side of the story, even if it's not the great side. Yep. Yeah. Leaving these,
1: leaving statues up and I guess general, like historical monuments, it can be kind of tricky because you mm-hmm. don't know how everyone's going to respond to it. Some yeah. people might like rally
0: behind it. And yeah. And that, that's a problem we have yeah, seen in some good. of these statues things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it's a problem because no one's going to have the same reaction to anything. Yeah. As I said before, and so, I, I don't know if we can ever find some sort of middle ground in this where we find a perfect, you know, way to judge if this person was good or not. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then... We're at a point where we, we have ability to make up our minds on these sort of things and then make a mature decision on what to do with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do like your point about having it in... Uh, the control of the community because they are the ones, the ones who are affected. most affected. Yeah, by it,
0: I would say. Yeah, someone from you know Kansas probably isn't going to care too much about what's going on in the University of Washington right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They might, but it's most likely not going to personally affect them at all. Yeah. Right? Whereas I'm- someone who actually goes there, you know, they may they they would definitely have a more personal connection to what's going on Um, for both sides of the story, right? People who really, really want to keep it and maybe want to add more George Washington stuff. And then people who really, really want to take it down. So, yeah. And it's become
1: very political.
0: Uh, Yeah. Like, and when people
1: like in UW want to take down statues of people like George Washington, I would say in America, that's generally seen as, pretty extreme yeah and so so people from i guess the the right like more republican people Mm -hmm. might see that and and at that point they can kind of label the other side whatever they want yeah i think we've definitely
0: seen that on both sides right yeah both sides calling the other side names and whatever, and then not being willing, you know, they're, I mean, on both sides, they're good people. Right. And then in this, you'll see some people, usually a very small amount that are like, Hey, I'm willing to compromise. Right. And yeah. come to a middle ground, but then we've seen at least in social media and all that, you know, newspapers, news, all that stuff. And you see that and they're both going at it, but then not really coming to a conclusion. So, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. it's definitely some sort of issue that we've seen a lot with this is one side rallying too much for, you know, keeping it and then one side rallying too much for getting rid of it. And then there's not really any line that we've come to that's, you know, saying what we should do or what we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You
1: think of most of the people who are like involved in these kind of debates, they probably aren't affected by the monuments in question. Yeah. It kind of like raises the question. Why are we even talking about this? Like, what what's the point of this episode, Creed?
0: You know? uh,
1: well, because don't you have
0: to turn something in every week? <laughs> uh, <laughs> our grade depends on it. Yeah, my grade, because I'm definitely in radio class and not doing this for fun. Um, mm. This is a really weird way to have fun, isn't it? It is. It is. We stay up way too late doing these shows. I know. Um. Yeah. No, I, I think this is, it's, it is a really weird issue. And as you were saying before, like, you were asking me, is it over, like, is this over publicized in the American media? Right. Yeah. And, and what's your take on that? Cause I'd love to hear that. I think we've gotten more into the personal side of things where we, we kind of finish. <laughs> yeah. our, yeah you know, representative sides, I guess you could say. And then we've kind of shifted to, hey, this is maybe something that we find is more of a middle ground, yeah, personal type thing, which is yeah. kind of fun to do. Mm-hmm. And
1: still a disclaimer that like these yeah. don't represent like KMIH's opinions either. So yeah, I do think these issues have become overblown by the media. I think there's a lot of sensationalism Uh, out there regarding these topics Mm -hmm. and it seems that they're just used as political ammo a lot of times and while to some extent you can disagree or even have a strong opinion about whether these statues should be left up or not in the end it's down to the communities, I think, as you were saying, and so I don't think it's worth getting all like super mad about, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, that that makes uh, a bit of agreement there on for both of us. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to say, great Yeah, I think uh, this was a very fun episode to record. Um, if anybody any of our listeners want to comment or send anything in, we have a phone number. Um, You can text that or call it and, you know, leave a comment, a question, you know, something that we can reference in our future shows. Um, Yeah. I think you've got that phone number, right? Yeah, agreed. That number is
1: 206-275-9104. So if you have a question or comment for the show, you can text that number and...
0: Also, make sure to specify leave. that yeah. it's for the show. <laughs> Definitely. And yeah. that's a great phone number. You should memorize it. And, okay. Uh, we always yeah. love to get feedback. Um, yeah, we'd love to get feedback. We'd love to have questions. We'd love to have other things to look at, you know, mm-hmm. other topics. That would be especially fun. Um, yeah. And then next week, we have a really cool episode coming up um we're gonna have a special guest on and that'll be fun yeah and we'll have a it'll be a kind of interesting debate session but you know it's it's gonna be great i think you listeners will really like it yeah and on
1: a side note i do encourage the audience to have these kind of debates with their friends or family or anyone really i I think it's Mm -hmm. it's really fun researching for these things and uh just being open
0: to accepting other views and considering that you
1: might not be right.
0: Yeah. And that, this is a really fun opportunity for us, right? You know, we go through these and then suddenly we're like, Hey, maybe this is something that I didn't know before. And so you maybe change your view on stuff um, a little bit, but yeah, I'd say definitely do that. Uh, Definitely decide for yourself what side you're taking. Don't let us make up your decision. Right. You know, we're we're just trying to show both sides and have fun while doing it. We we don't want to tell you what to or what not to believe.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and with yeah. that, I think that pretty much wraps up our show for today. And so, yeah, a long outro, but yeah, <laughs> yeah a very long. Thank outro. You guys for listening. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, peace out. You're listening to eighty eight nine the bridge.